Christian murderers scum, they're on giant death factories keeping babies alive and selling their body parts. What more do you need to know about these people? I go out and face these scum. They literally crawl out from under rocks. They have green looking skin and they run around screaming, We love Satan, we wanna eat babies. I have them on video. Hello and welcome to Oops I Talk Politics, the left-wing political podcast where we talk about the culture and the politics surrounding it. I'm Ryan. I'm Sly. And I'm not Phil, but I'm Daryl. Phil was censored and kicked off our platform. Yeah, <laughs> he was doing defamatory comments and hate speech, so we had to finally get rid of him. Yeah, although I put out a statement saying that I was fine with all of that stuff. And he'll be back next time. He's definitely not just moving. Oh, yeah. 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 It, <laughs> no, that's definitely not it. What happened is you have to all, all email us at once, spamming us with comments, and Phil will be back. <laughs> and maybe Phil will be back next episode. We'll see. Oh, man. We're going to get none, and it's going to feel so bad for Phil. <laughs> We're going to use what we think what he wanted us to use for this episode, which is, I like free speech. That's it. <laughs> That's the script he left us. That's, that's his voice. Uh, yeah. It's funny because Daryl could just spoke normally and it would have been a perfect imitation. <laughs> no, he's definitely way whinier. Ah, oh, guys, I don't know about this. <laughs> uh, well, if you look at the Federalist Papers. Uh... <laughs> yeah, constitutional originalist. I believe that we should still own slaves because I love the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, that's Phil, not me saying that. <laughs> yeah, it was the end quote, Phil. Yep. Yeah, I have to clarify because people will be so confused that yeah. Phil was speaking at that moment. Like, why did Marge Simpson say that? Uh, Phil, Phil doesn't think we should own slaves. <laughs> yeah, Marge Simpson. So what are we talking about aside from just putting Phil on blast? What we are talking about is we're going to be talking about social media kind of in general. And more importantly, I wanted to talk about the Alex Jones information, which, again, since this is going to be coming out in like a, a five days, this could change like dramatically we're recording on friday and right now twitter has not banned Infowars or alex jones oh did you oh just jack's whole statement about it was so terrible but we'll get to that <laughs> yeah it, it, th- things will continue to develop because i know like cnn at least from what i looked at today that they're looking into inflammatory stuff that um violates the guidelines that twitter has that Infowars itself that, or someone with the um access to the account has taken down so we'll have to see what happens. But anyway, Alex Jones, for if anyone doesn't know, is the host of Infowars, a conspiracy theory and outrage-centric website where Jones has made crazy claims like 9-11 was an inside job, Sandy Hook Massacre was a hoax, the government controls the weather, the government puts chemicals in the water to turn people gay so they don't have children. Pizza the frogs gay, gay specifically. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, that's to turn people gay, too. That's the end goal. It's not just, people like, to, to make frogs gay. It's so that people stop having children. So Frogs are some bystanders in this gay war. The government's waging out. <laughs> yeah, they're the collateral. Every event that happens, he is, like, a conspiracy. Like, even the Oklahoma bombing was a government mm. operation. Power being out during yeah. the, yeah, the Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. Was the, the Illuminati, Illuminati showing their power? Yeah. <laughs> and it's important to, clarify, to mention, because I think it's key to why he was banned, 
Uh, he's also uses a lot of uh, defamatory uh, rhetoric. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, was it uh, the pizza gate shit was largely contributed by him? He said that like the Las Vegas shooting were crisis actors, and I know the Sandy yeah. Hook families, like the families of the victims of the Sandy yeah. Hook shooting, have been harassed constantly. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. like some of them have moved four or five times and seven times. Seven. Yeah. One person. One person moved seven times. She came and she like visited. Her- a child's grave anymore because she's so far away now and because wow. and because alex jones keeps putting them on blast and yeah. all his viewers like go after them so yeah, hard for it. which is just I, like i just you gotta be a special kind of piece of shit to go after someone whose kids are dead yes. and he does this regularly like every episode like he said mueller is a pedophile runs a pedophile ring <sighs> yeah. obama yeah. uh like fucks like 10 guys a day baby blood that they use it to rejuvenate themselves yeah, and he uses like very uh, like it, it is like if there is no uh, if like if there is if Alex Jones is the limit on defamation, then there is a limit because he literally will call everyone put put his picture on the screen and say this guy's a demon, he's a monster, he's a pedophile, like all no basis for any of his accusations. Basically, egging his his community on, he never discourages community from going after these people. If Alex Jones is the limit on defamation tolerance, then I don't know what it is. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons why it's important to talk about Alex Jones is like I know on the show. I've always been like, who cares about these like YouTube people or whatever? Mm-hmm. But Donald Trump, the president, called into Alex Jones yeah. and said he was credible and great. He it's, watched him regularly too. It's also yeah. important to note that yeah, that these people get like again millions of views, which isn't like it doesn't sound like too much when you consider the whole context of America. But remember that the people parroting and espousing this stuff and the people that are probably going out and voting it are his base. Yes. Yeah. Like, they are really energized, and they really love spreading their message. And, like, pushing the Pizzagate conspiracy led to mm-hmm. a guy bringing a gun into a pizzeria. Like, yep. it's, yeah. there are real... Real world impl- effects. Yep. Yes. Uh, so, last week, uh, Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and Facebook all removed and banned Alex's Jones's webpage and InfoWars content sometime after Jones made an implied threat to Robert Mueller that was, you're going to get it, or I'm going to die trying. Uh, they more or less cited Jones's removal because he's violated the terms of service agreement on their websites by inciting hate speech in the case of, I think, Facebook and uh, YouTube. But uh, Twitter has held fast not banned Jones yet because he hasn't violated our rules, according to Jack from... And I know there is some debate about, like, the, I, I was listening to, like, a tech reporter today talking about how... It's not clear in the Twitter terms of service that, like, if you tweet something that, uh, that like, violates the terms of service, you would get kicked off. But if you post a video in which you do it, it's not clear if that's violating. And it's so that's weird. Really, that's yeah. a weird stipulation. Yes, like, yeah. it is. You can, you can make videos, like, saying a murderous person. I will be killing you <laughs> yeah. sleep. And then, like, yes. I can't do anything. <laughs> and the thing that's so obnoxious about Jack's response is he did this whole thread where he was like, uh, you know, there's been some misunderstanding. People are not, you know, people seem to be misunderstanding in terms of servants. We've failed as, like, making them clear and clarified. He said, we're, fix- we're trying to fix it now. We've been really bad about it in the past. But then, like, he doesn't try to clarify it at all. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. I, 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 I get uh, why Twitter and, like, these platforms for a long time were hesitant because... They're, they're, like uh, these calls to uh, censorship just leads to uh, more and more calls to censorship. Like mm-hmm. that's what. Well, yeah, you see it in the reverse situation of like with the James Gunn, yes, or exactly. the Arena Net dev being fired, where yeah. it's like once people realize they can get people fired for their opinions or things they posted yeah. in the past, it creates a precedent that's like 
now we can like ruin all of these businesses or these individuals for us before but now like with Infowars, it becomes conservative businesses and, and i think that that's like we always might have been surprised for a long time because uh these businesses are, uh, like alex jones uh, are not good for advertising like the, mm-hmm. one of the reasons why the apocalypse happened was because of alex jones people like him like uh, uh advertisers don't want to risk ending up on alex jones's channel or any alt-right channel or anything like that yep. yeah so uh, that's why that's why like uh, news and politics in general have been fading from uh, youtube because uh, they won't even bother this shit anymore, like uh, and have it uh, pollute, dilute the revenue from the other other content they have. But with with this situation right now, Alex Jones being one of the most repugnant people alive, mm-hmm. and uh, with Apple, Spotify, and other other services already biting the bullet, Twitter should just fucking just bite the bullet because now they're only drawing more attention to themselves yeah. and getting more people fucking pissed off. Mm-hmm. One thing that's interesting about this is Apple was the first one to do it, right? Yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah, and then everyone followed suit and. Yeah. They, they. I think it's pretty clear that they followed suit because it gave them some cover that they weren't the only ones doing it. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. once Apple kickstarted it, they like could do it peaceably. But it's so it's silly because now like he, there's almost some weight to him saying like this is a big conspiracy because they all took me down at once. Mm-hmm. If anything bad happens to Alex Jones whatsoever, if his fucking uh, mail comes a bit late, he'll fucking claim it's a conspiracy. Like, there's no way to yeah. win with these people. Everything's yeah. a, everything is a plan and some ul- ulterior yeah. motive. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, no matter what, how heinous he goes, his backup is always they're trying to silence me and stifle yeah. conservative speech, which is dumb when you're like, that. the, the parents of these children, you know, that they're not even real or legitimate. Yeah, and he's he's in court for defamation, but we should mm-hmm. clarify the First Amendment grounds on this. Like, uh, like defamation is not covered under the First Amendment, as evidenced by the fact that uh, Alex Jones is in court for defamation lawsuits for, for two defamation lawsuits. It's not it's not okay to f- fucking defame people under the First Amendment. Like, and also for first... what it's worth, civil lawsuits are different than criminal charges brought up by the government. Mm-hmm. Yes, that like I could sue you for anything, even if you didn't break a law. I could sue you. It's not the government persecuting you. Freedom of yeah. speech does not protect you from other people thinking you're an asshole or suing you. Yeah, or stuff like libel. Yeah. 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 And number and number two, YouTube, Spotify, all these other services are private entities. You have no obligation to uh, host. You can't force them to host Alex Jones on their channels. Like they, they have a right to fucking. Uh, the government can't step in and mandate them to and control their their services and mandate who they have on there and who they don't. That's actual government control and censorship yes. but and the funny thing is i only clarify because we all the two the three of us know our view our, our regular listeners probably know but so many fucking conservatives don't fucking understand that distinction and mm-hmm. what, what the implications yeah. of that yeah all right so you guys all agree with like alex jones should have been removed from these services like yes. a while ago yes okay so i looked up and came up with about five arguments against this decision which i think will be interesting for us to discuss point by point because usually we try to like teach people about stuff but sometimes we don't encounter like what is the republican argument against this mm-hmm. and stuff so the first is that this is ideologically motivated that this is a leftist media stifling a conservative voice <laughs> I... <laughs> what kind of like decision <laughs> the thing about that is that's a Republican talking point is saying yeah. it's because he believes what I believe. <laughs> so yeah. you're just saying I'm also a fucking moron <laughs> and an asshole. Like the thing is, there is a difference between saying like it's politically motivated and like YouTube's not taking down Fox News. Yes. YouTube's not taking down conservative talking. It's not like they're doing. Ben this... Shapiro is still on fucking YouTube. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
like if they think about Ben Shapiro, you might have a point because the Ben Shapiro is like the most fucking milk toast. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's milk toast. He's a conservative. He's an asshole. He's conservative. I, I, I should say when I say milk toast in that context, I mean like he's not like uh, uh, Alex Jones or Donald Trump type. Like he's a counter to that kind of of uh, edgy conservative. Are you are you he's implying one... he's rational? <laughs> he's just like the more like we gotta keep the, this. We gotta. We gotta be uh, logical, motherfuckers. Yeah, kind of guys. Like, Facts, not like, feelings. Like I hate Ben Shapiro. Like if Ben Shapiro gets kicked off, I will uh, back you up, conservatives. But that will never <laughs> happen because that's not what it is. It's not Alex motivated. It's yeah, purely because it's hate speech. And when people, it's not like they just banned Alex Jones just like for whatever. They explicitly say like this is an example of you calling for violence against somebody. And, yeah. like, we could find examples from two years ago of him doing the same thing, but they explicitly give examples, and it's not like, look, you got kicked off, we're kicking you off because you said corporations shouldn't have to pay taxes. That's not, They give specific examples of why he violated the terms of service. Mm. Yeah, and like, when, and, like, when he wasn't brought to court for, uh, when, when he was, like, being afraid of uh, being sued for the or whatever for the Pizzagate stuff, like he came out and had to apologize for that shit. So like, I think there's also like an element of YouTube, like with all the defamation lawsuits going on, like YouTube is is gonna be like more and more people are gonna be going to these these services, holding up as uh, platforms for things that are like legal evidence. Mm. So like, I think they just want to deal with that shit and just want to uh, get get rid of it and instead of having to have all these defamatory videos up there and then having to have one minor apology video later on to try to uh, legally cover their grounds la- later. Mm. That, that that ties into the, the second point that I read, which was that Jones is an entertainer. He's not a journalist. He expresses opinion masquerading as fact. That's harder to argue, mm-hmm. I think. I, I think for me, if you can present that there's real world tangible implications about the nonsense he's spewing, it doesn't matter what like fake stuff he's saying. When he, it's sort of like how a bunch of people always used to defend Milo Yiannopoulos by being like, you know, he's a provocateur. He's purposely looking to get a rise out of you. Like, you shouldn't feed into it. When it's like, he's still, like, doing all these things. He's still saying all these things. And also, um, most of those channels eventually, just for the sake of being able to fucking, fucking function, eventually say, this is a parody channel or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Jones, is never he never even made a video about it. He just sent a court when he was put through the divorce court for being a fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um uh, he just said, I'm an entertainer. I don't take my video. None of my videos are valid core evidence for me being a terrible human being. It is all entertainment. Even though he, there's no video of him saying he's an entertainer, and there's no public statement of him saying he's an entertainer, it's all, only core documents in private. And only if you look Plus, it up. Plus, e- even no matter if if you do buy into the fact that he's an entertainer, if people look to him for information, that's like a... There's, there's there's nothing to there's no disclaimer saying don't look at this for information. There's nothing there's no nothing saying this is parody. There's nothing saying that. See, I don't I don't know about that argument because like you can have great satire that people don't realize is satire. Yeah, like Stephen Colbert potentially. Yeah, the thing is, you guys are thinking about Colbert and the Onion. Like fake news stemmed from this reality. That's why Facebook started suggesting having this is satire labels like it, you might say like oh it'll hurt the really good ones i like but 99 like most things that human beings do 99 percent of it is shit and uh lead to bad things and in <laughs> case of, it led to fake news so like see i think i think for me the the point isn't valid not because of that but more because he's still naming specific people where like if you take like any satirist and like, okay, I'll go my classical satire knowledge. And ha- are you guys familiar with Jonathan Swift's modest proposal? 
Yes. Okay, so if you're not, it's a it's a satire from like hundreds of years ago that was like, hey, let's solve the problem of poverty by eating all the babies. Then there'll be less people, and then we'll have food. And it's supposed to mock that people that like hate the poor are so cruel that they would think that that is a modest proposal. Mm-hmm. And I think when you have satire, there's a difference between saying, eat all your babies, and eat this one specific baby that really exists, and you should hurt it. And I think when Alex Jones is, yes, maybe saying conspiracy theories and, like, they're turning the frogs gay and stuff, maybe that is entertainment. But to say specifically this person is yeah, lying the about victims their... of this event. Yes. When you're saying specifically this person, like, Robert Mueller deserves to be hurt or the Sandy Hook victims are all lying, that's now libel or slander, not satire. Hmm. Okay. Moving on. Are the third point that I heard in this this one was a kind of fascinating one is the backlash from the right that we have to be careful of this because a Daily Wire writer said that after um, this happened after Jones was being kicked off a new poll found that 43% of Republicans think the president should have the authority to close news outlets so essentially Republicans will want to give the president the power that Apple and Facebook have to like determine what is right or wrong like what uh truth should be disseminated okay before Sly loses his mind i want to just very quickly say (laughs) that 43 percent of republicans believing something is a shockingly low number based on what other republican polls say but that i think those people believe that anyway and are looking for an excuse yeah and yeah they literally uh like paul joseph watson and other people literally go on their Twitter channels and say YouTube should be nationalized. Like they really believe this stuff. They they believe nationalization wants to benefit them. Like that's one of the funny things. They're not true believers in conservatism. They they want they, like that's why fascism is it's just a real reality. These people because. They'll be fine fashion as long as it benefits them. Yeah, it, it's like all these people that are like big free speech advocates, but just continuously complain about the language of the left being like, oh, we hate being called this. Yeah. We hate how intolerant they are. And that they would push secretly for legislation yeah. that does undercut that. The, the, the milk toast Republicans uh, thinking that ideological purity will make these people uh, uh, bow down or back off. It's really, really stupid. Yep. Because like, there's no indication of that. There's never been an indication of that. It's very clear they, they believe whatever benefits them. Yeah. And also, just statistic a statistic note that there are fewer people identifying as Republicans now than any time in recent history. And also, that's still less than half of them. So that's a pretty small percentage overall. It's that's still worrying. Still crazy that 43% yes. want the president to control the press. Yes. It is crazy. <laughs> But given, like, like how how, how dumb are you? Is, like, keep in mind, this is this is the Republican Party where what's Trump's approval rating with Republicans? Ninety percent. Yeah, 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 it's really like high. that's the thing is that's half of Trump's base. <laughs> yeah, ha- half of the country doesn't vote. Half of it doesn't vote. Votes Republican. So we're now we're down to what people... an eighth. <laughs> yeah. So like so like it's we're still gonna... millions of people. <laughs> it's still a lot of people. I'm not saying it's not worrying. It's a worried behavior, but it's, not, but it's not something we have to legislate or act around because we can't cater or restructure society to benefit the one eighth of society. And if you already believe that, putting Alex Jones back on YouTube, you're not all of a sudden going to be like, "You're right, a free press is necessary." <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna just use this. Alex Jones is back tomorrow. They just use this evidence to make sure it never happens again. Like, make sure, they, yeah. or they'll get, they'll get their liberals before liberals get a chance to get them first. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not a lot of people, but I'm saying it's not enough people to justify not doing the right thing. 
Hmm. Yeah, to start changing all how we handle uh, free speech and how corporations are able to handle their private businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, number four is this this is a more general one and i'm i feel like this is going to be something that's going to pop up in the comments of (laughs) this episode is banning free speech is bad bad ideas need to be exposed and defeated that is that sunlight is the best disinfectant which is something that i used to believe as someone that wanted to be like everyone's rational everyone can come to their own conclusions you know with sound logic and premises but it's like it's definitely not true. I two things. Uh, one, children exist. They use YouTube a lot, and yeah. it's, it's very it's very easy for <laughs> you. Exist. Counterpoint: Children exist. <laughs> no, but like it's very easy for like uh, I, I check one fucking I, I checked out a Joe Rogan podcast mm-hmm. uh, once, and now I get recommended all these fucking all right channels. Like it, it is so tenuous the, the the little bridge between the all right and like almost any random video. Like it, like you 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 fuck up your men, your uh, recommendations for uh, months if you fucking click the wrong video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So. Children exist. They'll be fucking hear all this shit. Uh, they're not rational actors. They'll be they'll be grained of this shit. And two people mental illness exist. I know people in my life who uh, watch Alex Jones, and it's not do good shit for them to be exposed to uh, this guy claiming to have evidence, like saying, "Look at the documents. Look at these documents." I always bullshit documents. They did no evidence whatsoever, but he acts like he does, mm-hmm. and it, it, it feeds into a lot of people's psychoses. And I think that's one of the reasons why Alex Jones got so big, is because a lot of people have believe in lizard people. And shit like that, and uh, uh, he just caters to those. And, and every conspiracy, like, there's literally no conspiracy Alex Jones has like shy away from. And so like he's been, he basically like the catch all, like he's like the milk toast uh, pop star diva of uh, conspiracy theories. Like he caters to everyone, and uh, he just feeds their psychosis more and more. Like uh, that, and not everyone's a rational actor, as Daryl mentioned. And you can't have every idea out there because uh, all you will do is is indoctrinate younger people who are not able to discern reality from. On reality, and there are huge fragments of people that are not smart enough to discern fact-based evidence from random bullshit. And there's also people with psychosis who uh, believe anything they want to believe. And uh, uh, when you feed them what they want to hear, it only makes them act out in horrible manners, like the fucking guy who tried to act out against Pizzagate. Now, the thing with that is, I agree with every, everything you're saying if I was the owner of a platform and I wanted to not put them on my platform. But the thing is, nobody's banning free speech. Alex Jones is not going to jail for this. Yeah. And that's the thing is, all the reasons you said is why the people who control YouTube and Facebook have the right to make that decision, and they don't want them on their platform. Nobody is putting Alex Jones in jail. And that's one of the things that I think it's important that, like, for me to clarify where I stand on this kind of thing is... A lot of people think that, like, the left picks and chooses. And there are a lot of people on the left that do pick and choose when they support free speech and when they don't. Spoilers, everyone does. You, you, when you yes, fucking see yes. leftists, when you see, like, when uh, Sam Cedar got kicked off MSNBC for, like, a, a, a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. Did you hear any fucking service mention a single fucking yeah. people about yeah, it? Yeah, there, there's there's a lot of examples of when the, the right is quiet, when think, bad things happen to the left. Yeah. But th- I'm not saying that only the left does this by yeah, any yeah, means. Yeah, yeah but definitely. But it's important to clarify, human beings do this because that's what human yes. beings do. That's yeah. human being behavior. It's not fucking, we're alien species that, that <laughs> is uh, Like, Alex Jones tries to paint that side. But one thing I just want to say is, like, when it comes to, like, the James Gunn case or, like, the Colin Kaepernick case or this Alex Jones case, I do think that the companies were allowed to fire these people. But I'm also yeah. allowed to think that it was a shitty dick move that I can voice my opinion and petition or boycott or whatever. But I don't think that anybody has broken the law or violated anybody's 
free speech because you don't have to keep these people like if you don't agree with them and you want to fire them that is within your right because like as long as it's not for like their race or sexual orientation or religion or like any of the things that are protected by the constitution but like a private entity can choose to not allow these people to use their platforms and i'm not equating them at all i support colin kaepernick a fucked up lot more than i support alex jones (laughs) but like i'm like a lot of I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I agree with this person, so they should keep their job, and I disagree with this person and say they don't. We can hold both of those things in our heads, where we could say you're an asshole for firing them because I agree with them, but mm-hmm. you're still legally allowed to. But I can think you're an asshole. <laughs> but like for Alex Jones, I support them taking him off their platform because he's a piece of shit. But nobody's banning his free speech. He's not being like he's not being censored by the government. He's not being arrested. Yeah. It's yeah. not free speech. Like I said, Ben Shapiro got banned for, for no reason. I'll defend him. Like, it, this yeah. is not, like our our defense of this ideological. While most most Alex Jones fans are basically just because they like Alex Jones, and they will not hold the standard for anyone else. Yeah, I've, I've seen arguments that it is technically like a form of was it like private censorship that that they're used that they're kicking him off their platform, so he doesn't have as wide as a voice as he would want. I actually had, I have a student that I have talked about before, my neo-Nazi student, Mm -hmm. that he talked about how he he felt that, like, no one should be banned from any internet platforms because he felt that, like, Twitter and Facebook and these platforms are so large that they're, like... That they're yeah, so it's difficult important. to get by. I've seen I've seen a lot of like small Patreon based leftists saying that they would love to leave Twitter. It's just that when they have such a, a base there, such a standing, it's like this is how they get out their message. Like Twitter is basically a, P- a PR machine for small time people. The only problem with that though is I would try to narrow down with him. Where do you draw the line? Like if I make my own website and I have a forum at the end. Can I moderate it? Can I kick people off? Yeah. And he said, yeah, because that's not like, you know, big enough to be a right. And I Mm -hmm. couldn't get him to name a specific amount. And that's the thing is it's really hard to legislate that way. And also, uh, the only reason this is an issue is because uh, conservatives uh, allow these these companies to go into monopolies and have Mm. such uh, power of no regulation whatsoever. So now they bitch when the circumstances hit them, and and they want to have fascism to solve the problem by making sure the government forcibly enacted policies. Like, like they have no problem these companies growing big, that this becomes an issue that these platforms are so uh, uncontested, Mm. and there's no uh, public alternative or anything to them. When they become an issue that once you kicked off these platforms, you're basically off off the network entirely, then they want uh, the government to step in and mandate Mm. these private entities resolve the issue for them going back to what i I began with this about like that if you put it out in the truth like it'll crumple and dissolve one of the things i wanted to bring up is that the verge had an interesting article where they pointed out three papers an mit paper a dartmouth uh paper and then an american academy of pediatrics paper that they all found i didn't see to what degree this was but they all found that when you present conspiracy theorists like anti-vaxxers with information that conflicts with their view sometimes it actually makes them double down on their view yeah so instead of being like oh let me try and rethink this they're like i actually believe it more now which i thought was interesting because that's a yeah that's a dangerous way to go because that's like so counter to the like open to to the idea that if you're given like information if you're given facts and they do not align with your worldview you will change your worldview 
Yeah, uh, that's called the backfire effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned that uh, in, in previous episodes, yep. and it, it is uh, important because I think uh, the, even liberals, uh, especially, overestimate how much our biology, like as we're, we're still fucking organic beings, we still have natural processes in our brain. Uh, when uh, that process kicks in, it is literally your uh, your mind uh, trying to protect your sense of identity. Yeah. Uh, if if we did not have that instinct, uh, we will change our minds all the time. We will have no basis for our belief systems ever, which is also a deadly uh, position to be in, especially if you're in nature trying to uh, deduce patterns and create cultures, create societies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It, now it's a limiting factor for us now, like when we're trying to create these, oh, this massive marketplace of ideas. But like, uh, we are still bound by our monkey brains. Yeah. Like, it's, a, it's also just a dumb idea to be like, you know, if truth's out there, we'll find it eventually and all the bad ideas will go away when you look at how many different, like, opinions and religions and yeah, just thoughts in general people have that are so different from one another. I feel like that optimistic idealism worked better in a pre-internet age, too, because, like, right now, you could tell me something that is completely factual and I could research, I use the term loosely, mm-hmm. and find whatever the opposite of what you said is, I could find evidence of that. Flat earth. Again, <laughs> evidence, I use the term loosely. But, like, if you say that, you know, Pizzagate, that pizzeria doesn't even have a basement, mm-hmm. which is true. That is a true thing. So they couldn't have child slaves down there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yet I can go find a thousand people telling me that you're full of shit it's because the internet it levels it out where it gives everyone the same level of credibility. Yeah, and it gives like different communities bubbles and stuff. Yeah, which which is its whole different like that that that's a whole thing for another. Mm-hmm. He, he, the bad thing about it and the good thing about it is, before uh, these ideas were more open, basically whatever your culture was from your society, uh, you would uh, play along with. So. Uh, when the Iraq War was going forward, uh, like Vietnam War was going forward, uh, people would like, why would you go against what the common consensus was? Like, like these, like Iraq War, of course, was not as uh, was involved with nine eleven. Of course, it was a mass destruction, and you know that extends to other ideas like, well, of course, gays are evil. Of course, uh, this and that, because that's the culture I grew up with. It's what my identity is, uh, and there's no, there's no legitimate source to counteract these ideas. Uh, the internet has allowed uh, uh, conf- uh, conflicting worldviews to exist. Uh, it has allowed us to view uh, more, uh, even like the more open information in general when we became more open on the global scale, allowed uh, us to uh, realize, oh, uh, the, uh, not, every, not every culture is a bunch of subhumans that we have to conquer, culture, give culture to, like the, the fucking Manifest Destiny bullshit, all, like all these things that no one ever questioned. Like they, they all... Uh, slowly got eroded with the, with more open societies, and I think that's important because you would not have that if we did not have these more open societies. But the flip side is, uh, there has there has to be some limit to how much platform you can give these ideas because yeah. otherwise people like Alex Jones can use use that openness to give any crazy uh, idea legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it used to be like ideas would grow <laughs> so slowly. So, yes. like, things, like, to be, like, anti, like, the Vietnam War took, like, years and years and years before that became, like, a mainstream opinion. And I feel like that through the arc of history, those slow ideas, like, the that was more of a marketplace of ideas where the better ones won out because it took a long time to spread. Where now you just have some viral video that, like, spreads around the whole world in a week that you don't have as much time to build in the credibility and, like sourcing behind it yeah 
And, and and usually by the time anyone fact checks it, like the fact checking will never get as much exposure. Yeah, definitely. And and, and, and like, like uh, that's what happens. With it, what was it when you quote it? If you say something on TV, like a million people hear you say it, and like a thousand people hear the fact checking the day afterwards. Yeah. And that's kind of like the internet, like uh, uh kind of like that idea has manifested into internet. The TV also polluted the discourse in a lot of ways, and now internet is doing even more so. So the last complaint leverage against censoring Alex Jones. It, that I heard from conservatives that is one that I think has the most appeal to leftists and it's the most interesting. He's very handsome. <laughs> He's very rugged and manly. Why wouldn't you want to be like him? He was, he was very attractive when he was younger. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, here's a guy who works out. Like, have you seen, have you seen when he was younger? He actually, like, he actually was a guy who worked out. Well, he takes those uh, supplements. Brain force. Yeah, it's, it's all because of those supplements. Yeah. But th- this complaint is that corporations should not be determining what we can or cannot say. That Twitter's policy is that they're not an arbiter of truth. Yeah, that corporations should not be the ones to determine what people should or shouldn't say. And that we shouldn't want people like Jack or Zuckerberg to be the ones determining what is the truth going forward. Or what is allowed on their platforms going forward. And it's it's because like one of the things that Jack himself said is that... Um, Oh, no, this was from an article I read, is that the public has no way to hold them accountable, that they don't have the legitimacy of, like, a like of being elected, like government officials are, where if they do something wrong, you take them down, or, you, you know, you primary them and stuff, or replace them, whereas here, they have so much power that they can kind of do it and get away with it. Well, not to be, uh, lean into my capitalist tendencies, but you could just not use the platform. Again, which is very hard to do when you're like a smaller. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but like, the thing is, it's tougher with things like Facebook and Twitter than it is for, let's say, like a Netflix or like an Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Is when you're giving them money, it's a lot easier to just not give them money. Yeah, but like, it's a lot harder to hold somebody accountable by like, I'm just not going to use Twitter. They're really not getting that much money. Like, just like. It's just from advertising. So it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's easier when you could just not pay them yeah. versus just not using it. Uh, there's, like, nothing stopping these people from making their own fucking... Cons- they, they, they do this all the time anyway. Like, they make the conservative Twitters and they and yeah, yeah. has no fucking chance. They do. Like, like, Mastodon is a competitor to Twitter. Uh, again, all they want is to... Whenever these companies go against uh, their interests, they want to they want the government uh, to protect their views only. They only give a shit about because of Alex Jones. They have, no, uh, they have no concern about these companies becoming monopolies. Uh, like now, Trump is saying, "Oh, YouTube, sh- uh, Google should never be allowed to buy YouTube." Yeah, YouTube, Google should never probably be allowed to buy YouTube. Like, mm-hmm. why should people be allowed to be that big? But they only care because now Google is affecting them. And uh, to me, Amazon. This like, this, like, this was a complaint that I read, I think, on Vox, though. So it's not not just like a, a conservative complaint about like, well, yeah, why yeah. do the but they, the only reason why like, conservatives care is because it affects them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want they want to just tweak the rules for their specific cases. Like they don't want to have an overhaul. They don't want to have regulation. They want to have when this comes up. Or they're okay with regulation if it bolsters their side. Yeah, yeah. They're, okay, they're, they're if this happened to a liberal, they'd be like tough shit, private enterprise. If, but yeah. what now happens to them? They want Trump <laughs> to have the authority to step in and regulate yeah. a specific instance. No, that's all they want. They don't. They, they don't want any actual overhaul of how these companies are run. Now, I'm not saying that, and I agree with you, Sly. But for a second, a separate point that I was just thinking about, I'm not saying that it is very easy to just make another Twitter that has the same reach as Twitter. 
But I think that from a liberal perspective and to now go against my capitalist tendencies, <laughs> if we had full net neutrality, a regulated internet, and a... I also think that the internet at this point should be a municipality that everyone gets access to for free. Well, not for free, but paid by taxpayer dollars. I think in a socialized internet, you have a lot more of a... You have a lot more of a leg to stand on when you say, like, you don't have to use Twitter because you have, I think, like, especially with the net neutrality argument is I don't know how you could say these private companies have too much authority over what's on the Internet because they kicked off Alex Jones and then also support, like, a Jeep pie and getting rid of net neutrality. I don't see how you hold those two ideas in your head together. I also like if you're if you're opposed to oh what how can it be a public option um, then you have to be opposed to like the post office too because the post office was created in an era was created for the same function as the internet is serving now for uh, mass communica- mass communication. I mean you'll you'll get plenty of like libertarian type dudes that are like it shouldn't I hate the post office for that very yeah. reason. But th- th- they'll say that. But there's a reason why whenever it comes up like uh, Dave Rubin came on. Uh, Joe Rogan's podcast and said that, and Joe Rogan was like, "I don't know. I like paying like five cents silver package. I don't want to go to fucking uh, yeah, have it be competitive and... stamp yeah. pricing." Mm. It's one of the reasons why it's one of the reasons why Republicans attack the post office and stuff like that uh, because they know once these services are ingrained and people and people use them, they like them. Well, just like healthcare, they mm-hmm. like these services. Once healthcare, they have them. especially, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so like. Uh, that's why they keep attacking the post office, and generally it doesn't work because people like paying five cents for fucking mailing a letter. Like they don't want, want to pay more and go to private companies only exclusively. Uh, I, for the record, it's not five cents to mail a letter. I just mailed 150 letters, <laughs> and it is 50 to 70 cents depending on how much they. 50, weigh. Yeah, but like that's still cheaper <laughs> than the, uh, a private company. And yes. uh, it, and keep in mind, uh, post offices is required to uh, sell to everywhere, while a lot of these private companies don't have locations uh, uh, in yep. certain spots. Yeah. So like, there's like no like. Uh, only fucking libertarian pieces of shit will well, go like against you, the post office. You don't always... Yeah, you're not, like, forced to use UPS or FedEx the same way you're forced to use, like, Comcast or Time Warner yeah. when they're the only internet providers in your area. And everyone hates their fucking service provider because of yeah. that reason, because they're usually getting hosed by their fucking service And providers. one thing, just as a note, the post office, for I've looked into it a little bit. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's self-sustaining, so it's not technically taxpayer-funded. It does fund itself, yes. but that's, you know... Just, you can you can, have, you can have a public option to self-sustain too. Yeah, but when you also see like when you look at presidents like Andrew Jackson, that like we used to have post office banking that yeah. like was a great thing for low income people mm-hmm. that Andrew Jackson got rid of, and now like Kirsten Gillibrand is trying to bring back. Like there yeah. are socialized things that have been taken away, and they've almost always been taken away because they were helping too many people. Yeah, and we're like the only country that has like only Western country doesn't have like a federal banking system. So yeah. you don't want these corporations determining who dis- decides to stay on their platform. Well, the thing is, I think the internet should be provided as part of a socialist program, but I think like specific websites should still be provided. Yeah, we're Maybe. suggesting these things to be the way that these things are handled should be overhauled, while uh, conservatives are just suggesting we should they should have exemptions. Like the government should step in and make exemptions for them when when the, probably only when it affects them. Hmm. I feel like you can have more control over the internet you consume when it's more of a right than it is 
like, and I'm thinking in like a post net neutrality world that we are not in as of now. But you know, we are recording this five days before it comes I, out. I just I don't, see, I don't see how much it changes though with the. No, but I'm saying like if it's a right. if, you, if you don't believe if, if you don't believe internet is a right, like if you don't believe internet is like a, a right that the government should uh, guarantee, then you can't guarantee that twi- being on Twitter is a right. Like what the fuck? Yeah, how? Yeah, that's that's what I mean. Because like if internet providers were saying, well, you have to pay less for Twitter and more for like conservative Twitter or whatever, then I would have that's that to me is more of a like free speech or right violation than just you can't go on Twitter. Do you know what I mean? Like in in a net neutrality world yeah. right now, I can make my own Twitter and that's fine. But if we kept going the way the conservatives want us to go, then I would have to pay more money to access my politically aligned private company and I think that's a problem. Okay, but you- so again, you're you're are you okay with these corporations deciding what what is considered hate speech and what isn't when we have a fr- and when we have a free internet like we do right now like i mean free and open not free not cost money uh-huh. i am okay with it yes <laughs> i hate this thing we have now but i'm glad like this is the one aspect where conservatives get shit on for their own policies <laughs> because these ideas generally benefit us like the alt right like anti uh, uh, pc like Companies love PC stuff because they like love selling to as large market as possible. Yeah. So they love pumping up these companies. When in reality, when these companies win and like they create the cyberpunk future, they will stamp out the alt right first. So I'm like, enjoy this shit sandwich you just created. <laughs> like, like, like you created this so like you can eat your shit sandwich. I'm, we're not, not going to stand up for you, for you to create your own exemptions to the situation you you, you defend all the time. That, that is like the the weird irony of the alt right, like them especially being excited about like. James Gunn and trying to get like Michael Ian Black fired is you are literally advocating for as like harsh as like regarding language as harsh a system as possible and it's punishing a system as possible which like doesn't help you at all it's it's kind of like they're just driving down as fast as they can go into like chaos and anarchy because they they want to show how like dumb the pc world is when it's like it's not going to devolve like that fast you guys are going to be punished first like sly said like you're just making roseanne bars more impossible to hire yeah, it's, it's like it's like uh, Trump and Brexit, where they're just they're killing, you know, they're destroying the livelihood to own the libs. Like, yeah. So in this same kind of vein, I was listening to an interview this morning about the uh, founder of Sleeping Giants, which is a social media activism platform that usually uses Facebook and Twitter to basically just reach out to companies and try to get them to drop advertisements on specifically Breitbart, but they were also involved in like the Bill O'Reilly. They helped mm. get the O'Reilly factor canceled. And basically what they do is they have people that are usually like volunteers or just people, you know, activists that will go on Breitbart, screenshot ads, and then tweet at Sleeping Giants and at the company, like, is this the kind of company, is this the kind of place you want your ad to show up? So it'll be like an article about like how birth control makes women ugly and they'll have like Kellogg's and they'll be like, Kellogg's, is this really what you want your ad to show up on? Is this what you want to be associated with? Mm -hmm. And... They've actually been very, very successful and gotten a lot of big advertisers like AT&T. I mentioned Kellogg's, BMW, Visa, Lenovo, HP, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's lots and lots of them. And one of the things that I found really interesting is the way advertising used to work is you would, you know, you would book a TV ad and they would say it will add during this show at this time so you could watch it and you would know exactly what it was representing. But now with Internet ads, 
A lot of times what will happen is you will run an ad on, let's say, Facebook, and it will show up on another website, or it'll be part of like a Google algorithm, and it'll show up in places that you don't say, I want to advertise with Breitbart, you say, I want to advertise with Google. Yep, it's it's non-specialized, so it shows up wherever this company or platform just like puts it. Yeah, and you can, but then these companies can explicitly say, Google, I don't want it on Breitbart and like they can get it taken down that way now this is at first like when I listened to this guy talk about it, I was like this is so great because it's not forcing companies to do anything it's just bringing this to their attention mm-hmm. but I did see a comparison that this is kind of what Gamergate did to Gawker yeah and I just that made me like be like well Gamergate's pretty terrible uh-huh. <laughs> so is using their tactics this way is that better or worse what do you think about the like telling advertisers stop advertising with this place that's always a tough one especially depending on uh who the target is because something like breitbart it's like i'm not gonna have sympathy if like ads are being pulled from there especially because breitbart's a straight up hate website yeah like that's given some some of their like articles who they have writing for them it's just it's, it's so much of it is garbage that like morally i'm not offended if that happens the fear is the it's the setting of the precedent that it's making advertisers feel like even if they don't understand what's going on, that if people keep emailing them, do you really want to be associated with this person? That it makes them shy away from, like, any kind of... I'm trying to think of a way to say, like, a dangerous hire. It's like, you see this with, like, the New York mm-hmm. Times, where they were trying to hire people, like that that one woman that was using 4chan language to talk to other people. And people were like, do you really want someone that uses their language, that uses the homophobic F-slur, like, on your website i think that's a general like any as as the internet gets more corporate uh that's generally how things are going to trend anyway uh this i don't know how the fuck you reverse that like there's a reason why wolf blitzer uh is like one of the top cnn hosts he's the most vanilla man in the world yes there's a reason why ryan seacrest is like there's always people that you see on tv and you're like who the fuck like who has like posters of these people on the yeah. wall Who's the, like the most like see, the most milquetoast people are the ones who become the, the go-to's like they, like, they it's why be Phil's the... everyone's favorite oops host right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but uh that's always what happens it's, it's just the way corporate media operates like um that's what they've been struggling with the internet because they want to get into these new platforms but every person they they, they back like John Tron should not be a Nazi so it's like mm-hmm. fuck like another Nazi god damn it and so, like, they've been struggling, like, f- trying to find these platforms, but, like, uh, eventually keep, wa- like, YouTube and, like, YouTube and other companies want to help uh, that process along. Like, it's what happens when you have a more corporate establishment. As these become more monopolized, like, there's no way to reverse that. Without, like, I, I, that's why I keep saying you have to reverse the monopolization and uh, th- that aspect of it, because there's no way to reverse it. As, if there's, there's going to be corporatized, it's going to happen naturally. Like, that's what they tend towards. And this is, it's just... I definitely agree with that. It's just, it's tough because, like, on one hand, like, I I thought, like, okay, well, you always have to see where it comes from. Because the James Gunn case Mm -hmm. that we talked about before, that was from, like, these Infowars, like, alt-right, like, real pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah, like Mike Cernovich. Like, really, some of the worst people that I know of on the internet. And... That's but and so I was like, well, maybe you have to see where this campaign's coming from because I don't think Disney should bow down to the alt right. But like the founder, the, but the founder of Sleeping Giants was anonymous until last month when uh, the Daily Caller like doxed him and his family, which is obviously terrible. Mm. But like, 
like by you know by May of 2017, thousands of advertisers had stopped advertising with Breitbart. So that that like, stuff I is hard saying. You have to look at where it comes from because it, it reminds me. It's giving me flashbacks to the Al Franken stuff, where once mm-hmm. the first allegation came out against him, is people being like, "Well, what, this is for a woman that voted for Trump, right? Like, shouldn't like does this really That's matter? True. That's it really was coming true. from the right that this information was coming, but it's like you have to look at that. This still happens. That this was still said. That even though they're the ones campaigning, it's hard because. It's like you don't want to capitulate to them. You don't want to be like, you're right, alt-right, like let's kick them off. But you have to look at the the offense in and of itself and see whether that's or not true. that's worthy. You know, because it's like like you can sit there and uh, it's tricky. Uh, the thing about that was the action being taken because it was happening to – it just happened like he did that to an alt, uh, uh, right-wing person. While uh, the right-wing don't have a problem with what James Gunn probably said, they're just using it mm-hmm. uh, like the left's – uh, rhetoric against them. Yeah, like like their concerns are crocodile tears to Disney. Yeah, like they're, they're not actually gonna like boycott yeah. them. That's why it was different. That's why Al Franken was different because the question was whether or not uh, the person being affected was uh, right wing versus the right wing pretending it's an issue when they really don't give a fuck. They're yeah. just using it as an attack. That's it's true. just it's hard to know people's motivations, and I don't want to start questioning accusers because that's a very very slippery slope where you're like, well, I don't know if you're credible. For these reasons, and it's like, mm, I don't know. I think what gets tricky is when you start targeting individuals rather than a company. Because I can understand wanting to be like, Breitbart itself is a bunch of garbage because it's made up of a bunch of garbage writers. But when you're like targeting individuals, it's hard not to to have that not turn into harassment on some level. But at the same time, like in the Al Franken case, or with any of the Me Too cases, mm-hmm. I don't want to send the message that like, well, if this woman's well, not credible, yeah, we shouldn't me, believe me her. Me Too is a completely know? different thing because that, that's act about sexual harassment. That's people being harassed. Well, this is like a debate about the language you should be using kind mm, of a thing. That's true. That's true. Which, I mean, I guess you could also look at like, does Breitbart have an actual physical impact in the world? Like, is it affecting what people go out and do? Because that could be true. Whereas, like, the gun case is just, like, really just gross jokes, and that's it. But, but it's, not, it's not, like, what language you, you should be using. It's about what language um, you use in the past. That's what the gun one yeah, really yeah, is. Yeah. Like, uh, and that's one of the things about, like, we talked about the cesspool of uh, knowledge that the internet is, that nothing ever fades. Mm-hmm. Even if you, like, the gun thing really bothered me, because it shows, like, even if you apologize or change, people will, like, uh, you will still be held accountable for something you held in the past. Like, yep. we, 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 talk, we talked about, like, with Ryan sometimes, like, me and Ryan talked about, like, Hillary Clinton like and i think we mentioned on the show sometimes like you're allowed to change your mind like yeah. but people act like well, well this person said this in the past she must be disingenuous now fuck her and like but now like even when you say something like an edgy joke like well he must be always a piece of shit forever like yeah we will judge him by the same standard forever like that is like the real thing that grosses me out about so what if thing. alex jones made an official <laughs> Infowars video where he said this was satire it went too far well, should he come back if, if he changes behavior that's a good question. If if he's just using it just for legal reasons, like legal bullshit, and fuck him. So so if if he all of a sudden started reporting on actual news and not conspiracy theories and said like that stuff was for the clicks for the lulls. This is, this is giving me like Glenn Beck flashbacks. When all of a sudden yeah. he like came out in support of Black Lives Matter, and we were all like, "What?" Yeah, we we're just like, "Oh, I was wrong, guys." <laughs> but the thing is, I would never uh, suggest Glenn Beck should be deplatformized. Like that's hmm. why that's why it gets different. That's why it, it gets tricky. Like this, this, this fact gets tricky because you have to see a pattern behavior mm. and whether that would change. Yeah, and, yeah, and then you have to look at them like years later. Like there was something Glenn Beck, like I, 
I don't like see his name often, but it was like just this one time. It was something of like him like putting down Me Too or something dumb, where it was just like, yeah, okay, you're still a piece of shit here, buddy. Gunpeck is a good example, but, but, but again, it's not like he is just a way frame between the Ben Shapiro audience and the Fox News audience at this point. Like mm. he's trying to present himself as the anti-Trump or I hate Trump, and now he he backed down it because he realized no one's watching him anymore. Yeah, who's so, gonna like, who's that? Who's gonna watch him? Glenn <laughs> yeah. Beck, the the moderate. Yeah, well, well, liberals are like finally Glenn Beck's on our side. <laughs> Yeah, like, uh, that's why I find it funny when Samantha B and people are trying to rebuild it. I'm like, who the fuck? Like, what kind of Samantha B watcher is going to be like, oh, she endorsed Glenn Beck. I'm going to watch this now. Like, what? But, um, but Glenn Beck is a good example because I will never argue he built the platform because he's, he's just, he's disingenuous, but, uh, like, Alex Jones, he never, like, uh, put people's people's faces and used a family language. And, like, said this guy was the actual, he accused a random person of being the, uh, the shooter at Parkland, an actor playing the shooter. Like, he picked out specific people. He did not discourage his fan base from docs dropping them. He did not discourage his ad to whatsoever in his community. Alex Jones is such a clear example for me of, like, the worst case. And when you get to other cases that it gets more grave, like, I don't think anyone should be deplatformized for being disingenuous, but for, like, the shit that Alex Jones did, where no basis, he would constantly on like regular on a regular basis, uh, make accusations like the def- the defamatory accusations that were hurt people's uh, yeah, lives. Yeah, th- that's like, that's the other yeah. important thing with a lot of this about like forgiving people is you have to look at the degree of the infraction that these people commit and like how hard they they go into it. Where it's like you can understand with gun, where it's like some tweets and it's like it's gross that you did it a lot, but it was like. You know, he wasn't out making a lot of movies like this kind of stuff. Or, like, like Alex Jones is really bad. He has a lot of material, and he's been doing this for a long time. That for him yeah. just to, like, make one video where he's like, I'm going to try and turn it around. This was satire. went too far. It's like, that is not enough. That is not nearly enough. Yeah. He has to be on his like he has to be on his Infowars app for like at least <laughs> a year, being like a legitimate news. Like we have to start citing Alex <laughs> Jones. For that to news yeah, Alex. Jones. I love the idea that Sly has created the Alex Jones probation program. <laughs> <laughs> at least a year, I'd say. I half the amount of time he's been employed at Infowars needs to be dedicated before we start accepting him. Yeah, probably. It's, it's, it's like such an unlikely scenario that's not even worth like... Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, 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 we went too far down the rabbit hole. We became conspiracy yeah, like, But no, it is important to note that, like, there's always a place for redemption, but you gotta fucking earn it. We can't just yeah. be like... You can't just be like, whoops, I fucked up, and you'll be like, okay, I'll absolve you of ten years of hate. That, that is important to talk about, because the left, as a, as a liberal leftist, I generally believe in forgiveness. The Al Franken situation, that's what, that's what conflicted me about it. Like, when it first came out, I'm like, that was when he was a comedian, like... Yeah. Uh, like, is he held accountable? How much can we hold him accountable for now? Like, if he's apologizing, the thing that really flipped me was when he came out. Like, he was doing it to like his constituents, like grab their asses and stuff like that. And I'm like, okay, that's a pattern, and he's doing it more recently. Like, mm-hmm. and 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 like, I want to forgive him, and maybe I will one day. But like, you have to have some punishment for these behaviors. It, it, it gets great, but like, especially when it's criminal and yeah. like actively hurting somebody. Definitely, yeah. We want forgiveness, but you can't get people off scot-free. Like, there has to be some yeah. punishment for these things. Yeah. I agree. Which is always a tricky thing, determining the balance of that. Yeah. And everybody has their own different level of what is forgivable and what's not. Oh, yeah, like, I'm not going to tell definitely. somebody... I'm not going to tell somebody that what they view as unforgivable based on their experiences that, like, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, but... You know, it's tough. But either way, fuck Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's a person I don't feel like... 
I'm a terrible person if I never forgive. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you're yeah, in the clear. Yeah, the, the, uh, if he fucking dies, I would not fucking shed a tear. I don't give a fuck what happens to him. Like, yeah, I don't even like this conversation is only interesting. Uh, only interesting in the fact that it, uh, how it would apply to like if it ha- somebody less uh, black and white uh, were to experience. Yeah, this is this is more interesting as a philosophical exercise, not as an actual concern trolling for Alex Jones's yes. sake, his career. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I yeah. think that's an important. Oh no. Caveat. <laughs> He always should have a path of redemption, guys. The guy, the Santa Hook truther over here. Jeez. Yeah. Okay, so are we done talking about that? Yeah, fuck Alex Jones. This guy See ya! <laughs> Bye! It turns out Alex Jones promotion. is a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get... Turns out Alex Jones is a bad guy and we don't like him. Yeah, I hope he gets booted off Twitter, too. Yeah. Because yeah, people have pointed yeah. out that there's, there's some, like, British conservative guy that was actually banned off of Twitter, but not uh, YouTube and Facebook. I actually would, like, be very happy. Like, I know he's, like, divorced. He's, like, single now. <laughs> I'll be so happy if he loses his fucking Twitter platform, too. Yeah. And, like, uh, his fucking uh, Infowars. <laughs> yeah, he actually, he went on the Daily Mail. Because I, I had to look some of this stuff up. And it's like, you know, we had 5.6 million people subscribe to our newsletter. So we're doing better than we've ever done before. It's backfired 100%. And it's like... Yeah, but I can't, I can't wait for that to eventually drop off. As he's, like, he loses that flood of uh, new, new, new uh, listeners and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like the, the outrage listeners that jump on. It's like, well, I support him even if I've never heard him before because yeah. Facebook hates him. Yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for when the Glenn Beck moment happens, like years from now, when he just like is on TV, like be- begging to be on TV, basically, <laughs> like please pay attention to me, like I, I need mo- fucking money to pay my rent. Like, yeah. I can't wait for that moment. <sighs> Fuck Alex Jones. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for listening. I'm sorry if I was mean to Phil. If Phil listens to this, I was joking. No, no forgiveness <laughs> for him either. No rehabilitation. <laughs> No rehabilitation. Yeah. Only him. He, everyone else will forgive Alex Jones. <laughs> I would sooner forgive Alex Jones than Phil. <laughs> I don't know what he did, but I hate him. He moved away and missed an episode. Oh, yeah. Un- unacceptable. Unacceptable. We had, we had our Alex Jones correspondent off the fucking case. <laughs> most important, like, this is like uh, the fucking deep throat being AWOL while fucking Watergate is happening. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. You should check out the rest of the shows of the Flying Machine Network. Uh, if you get... if <laughs> I think that our listeners would really like Stranger Still the last couple weeks because they've been talking about disingenuous people, but more so they went to a psychic convention oh. and talked to everybody, and then they just did an episode on Reiki, which I don't know, Daryl, if you remember the fight that I had with my ex-girlfriend about Reiki for a long time. Oh, man, no, I do not. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds it... like something she'd be into. <laughs> What, what is Reiki, uh, just to uh, inform me and to pl- maybe plug this up a bit okay, more? Okay, so Reiki is a mystical chakra energy thing that once you're certified in it, you uh, store magic energy in your hands, and then you don't even have to touch someone. You just go near them, and they heal. Oh, my God. And people okay. charge, like, 50 to $75 for this. Ugh, okay. it's, <laughs> so... <laughs> it's not as cool as Exploding Palm, IMO. Yeah, so uh, if you like Iron Fist on Netflix, then check out Stranger <laughs> Still's Reiki episode. <laughs> no, if you like Iron Fist on Netflix, unsubscribe. We don't need your support. Yeah, we have better class of, of yours, yeah. listeners than that. <laughs> Go back to InfoWars. <laughs> check that and all the other shows out at flyingmachine.network. And remember to subscribe to the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash flyingmachine. Daryl has a super secret episode that uh, is all about it's... I'm not even gonna tell you. It's only for donors. We couldn't even. We wouldn't even let Sly listen to it. 
And yeah, so check all that stuff out. And that's it. Thank you for listening to Oops, I Talk Politics. I've been carrying a torch for the unforgivable Phil. I've been... Milk toast, but not that kind of milk toast. And I've been kicking everyone off my platform, but it doesn't matter because I'm a monopoly. Oops, I ended the podcast. I give you the incredible flying machine. (laughs) 